Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. C103. Peter Dowdell, the Irish gardener, our resident gardener, joining us. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Trish. How are you? I'm very well, and how are you? I am very good, enjoying the sunshine. That's great, isn't it? And the 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 if you're looking at AccuWeather, because I know Met Aaron won't give long range forecasts, but the AccuWeather are saying they're predicting very good weather over the August Bank Holiday weekend and into August. Well, I am taking Friday off to to, to go on a day trip, staycationing day trip. Great. Uh, so we'll have good weather from Friday. Okay. <laughs> are you going anywhere nice? I've. Um, we're, I know we'll just go locally to the beach might go to Fountainstone or across yeah. or somewhere like that we won't go too far yeah okay well, well enjoy straight in with a lot of questions uh, listener says Peter some of my fruit trees produced no fruit and the leaves have a bubbled appearance but are otherwise healthy I think they are red currant as the black currant in the same area are, are fine uh, and there's also then a question about nettles so just deal with that now she has sent down a picture but it's only arrived in so I didn't get a chance to send it on and it does look like a bubbled appearance on the leaves uh, yes, that, that's what's called a current blister. Um, so it, it's normally normally caused. Sorry, it's not normally. It is caused by a, an aphid which feeds on the, the the leaf early in the year. But the aphid is, has actually left the plant now. So uh, whilst it looks very very dramatic, the damage is done. There's no need to take any action now because the, the aphid has actually left the plant. So it, it did the damage earlier in the year. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. Maybe give it a winter wash. Um, with an organic winter wash obviously during the winter months to stop any aphids overwintering in it but in terms of doing anything to it now there's no need the damage is done but the, the good news is the damage isn't long term OK and then the listener also says how can I treat nettles other than digging them out they are completely taken over and are spreading I've been using them as a natural fertiliser but now they're spreading through the seeds OK well yes they, they do make a great a fabulous natural fertiliser if you wanted to harvest some nettles just cut the greenery uh, and, and place them into a hessian bag and then you can put that hessian bag into water uh, and, and it'll let it seep out over a day or two because that will give you a high nitrogen liquid feed but the important bit is as she's discovered to do all this before the nettle has set uh, seed because otherwise you can transport the seed now the hessian bag will stop the seed from getting out into the feed uh, but otherwise yes you can be just spreading the problems so you want to do it ideally if you're doing it now remove the flowers and remove the seeds or ideally do it earlier it does make a brilliant plant tonic but how do you deal with them I'm afraid instead of uh, as opposed to digging them out I, it really is your only option the good news is okay they, they, they really do sting and they can really hurt the skin but if you wrap up against them with good gloves and long sleeves and long pants and leave no exposed skin if you go at them then they do come out quite easily that's the good news they're, they're not like some thugs which, uh, which will you know 
really hang on to the soil and with nettles they will come out relatively easily and you know what it's a very rewarding job as soon as you spend an hour or two digging nettles you've a lot done and it's instant uh i'm not going to suggest any chemical weed killer i'm afraid because i think those days have to be gone um the, a lot of the, a lot of our, our butterfly caterpillar will feed on nettles, but that's not to say you want the whole garden taken over by them. I understand that, but really, just going at them with a, with a, a shovel and a pitchfork is the best the best approach. Okay, hi uh, Trish and Peter. My cousin has a well established monkey tree set in her garden. This year, it's gone very yellow. It looks like it's diseased. She wants to know, should she be watering it more? Could that be the problem? Or would you suggest taking it out of the ground? And what would be the best to do to try to retrieve and save the tree? Okay, when she says monkey tree, it could be one of two plants. There is a plant called the monkey puzzle, which is auricaria, but I think it's probably more likely that she's, what a lot of people refer to as the monkey tree, is the cordyline. So uh, the cordyline, and I, I, I... from listening to the rest of the question, I'm guessing this is what it is because uh, they do suffer from a fungal, fungal cordyline rust, which is, leads to an orange yellow uh, mottling on the leaf, leaf spot on the leaf. Um, no, don't. It doesn't need over It doesn't need any more watering, and it's an established tree by the sound of it anyway, so it shouldn't need watering really. It'll be getting all it needs from the soil. So water isn't the, the problem. It's got this fungal problem, and the best plan of approach here is to remove all the infected leaves, what we call cultural controls, the kind of fancy way of putting it in, in the trade. So remove any infected leaves, any orange-yellow leaves. Now, don't worry if, if the cord line looks very, very naked at the end of that, because um, it, it can do, but it'll regenerate in no time at all. But if you don't remove all the infected leaves, you're leaving the infection on the plant, and then all the new leaves will keep coming out with this this discoloration, which it probably won't kill the cord line, but it will certainly weaken it over years. So remove all the infected leaves, get rid of them, dump them off site somewhere, uh, and then drench the, 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 the soil around the cord line. And if possible, if it's not too high, the kind of growing tip uh, with the solution of copper sulfate and water, which is a, a great organic broad-spectrum fungicide, which I'm always recommending in your program, Trish, because it really is a good go-to for fungal uh, infection. So that's what I do. But it will come good, even just the cultural control on its own, if it's not too far, if it's not gone too far, if you just remove all the infected leaves, it should come good even after that. Okay, listener says, for Peter, I sowed all year lettuce seed in compost in containers. All grew, but after a few weeks, they got a bit brown. They're still growing well, but there's a brown tinge. Any idea why? You know, without seeing it, it's difficult to answer. It could be several things. It, it could be, my first thought was probably just drought, particularly in composting containers. They will dry out and dry out very, very quickly. I know myself because I grow lettuce in containers myself. Um, so it could be that. But it, So if, if some of the older leaves have a brown tinge, but then you've been watering it fine and the new ones are green, then I wouldn't be worried at all. That's fine. But if all the leaves are showing a brown tinge, it could be actually a symptom of the opposite. It could be a symptom of overwatering, which can lead to a rot, a lettuce rot as well. But You'd expect if it was any kind of fungal or any other type of infection on the lettuce, it would be more than a brown tinge. It would just die off. So I'm kind of giving a bit of a vague answer on that one, that it could be either under or overwatering. But send a picture in uh, and that would certainly make it more clear and I might be able to give a better answer. Yeah, if you can kind of WhatsApp it to 0862103103. And in Canturk, my St. John's wart is gone out of control covered in flowers but too big for where it is. Is there anything I can do with it? I suppose it's the wrong time to trim it back, says Anne in Kenturk. It depends what Anne means by out of control because there's I remember having this conversation with somebody years ago with two of us two of us gardeners as to which common names vary from plant to plant so 
there are different species of Hypericum, which is what the St. John's work is, and some people refer to Hypericum calicinum or Hypericum olympicum, the different species of Hypericum as the St. John's work, uh, and other people then refer to all Hypericums as St. John's work. So the reason I bring that up, Trish, is I wonder which, it, she obviously has a Hypericum, and if you don't know it by the name Hypericum or St. John's work, a lot of people will also know it as the, the plant Rose of Sharon, lovely yellow flower at the moment. Um, so depending on which species she has growing will kind of determine what we do here because if it's something like Hypericum calicinum which is the straight species that is a bit of a vigorous hug of a plant that does take over it's a very attractive plant um, good for pollinators but it, it does take over so if you need to if, if it's taking over the start of Anne's question that it's, it's kind of going out of control if it's going out of control by spreading by underground root and layering I wouldn't be too concerned as to when I take action because I would take action however if it's one of the, the, the varieties that isn't vigorous and isn't taking over that way it's just getting a bit physically too big over the ground uh, then yes I wouldn't cut it back yet I would leave it flower away and do its thing and it, you could cut it back come September time but uh, but I wouldn't know so if, if if you can kind of understand the answer if it's taking over by spreading underground and, and, and going that way take action now if it's just that the shrub itself has got a bit too large over the ground wait till September and cut it back then Okay Mike says I've got box hedge in cone shaped containers and it should be green but it's gone brown any cure? Yeah if it's in containers it, it, it's either hungry or thirsty so the, the good news is well I don't know if it's good news again without seeing a picture but uh, if it's just kind of a <laughs> defined brown if you like <laughs> if it's just kind of a yellowy brown uh, it should come good from being either planted out or repotted and given a good good soaking uh, and not just once keep it watered until it starts going back and even a bit of plant food like the nature safe Atlantic seaweed feed will green it up quite quickly um, so it just depends as I say as to how brown if it's yellowy brown there's a thing called temporary wilting point and permanent wilting point in horticulture and it's pretty self-explanatory as to which is which so a plant will recover from temporary wilting point so if these if these aren't too far gone, they will come back with just water, but you will have to plant them in the ground or into a bigger pot. Uh, if it's if it's gone past that, if it's really brown and dropping all its leaves and the, the twigs, the, the stems are snapping like twigs, well then it's, it's, it's gone. too far gone, I'm it's afraid. Gone. Uh, Jane in Mallow, how do I get my hydrangeas to look blue? They look like they're burnt. There's buds on them, but the leaves look dead. Got a lot of questions today that you need to see photographs to be sure. Yeah. But, um, uh, well, I, I posted a video on my own Facebook page uh, just during the week on how to change the colour of your hydrangea because an awful lot of people are looking for advice on that. So if you want to look at that, it's the Irish Gardener on Facebook uh, and just go into the videos and you'll see one of the most recent ones is how to how to change the colour of your hydrangea. So that'll explain that uh, very briefly. If you have a pink one, uh, if you have limey soil, which is soil with a pH above 7, uh, they, that will give you pink hydrangeas. Not everybody knows this, of course, that hydrangeas are the colour of the hydrangea is, is sensitive to the pH of the soil. So if you have alkaline soil, it will be pink. If you have acid soil, it will be blue. Uh, without going too far into the details, Trish, uh, if you want to turn a blue one pink, apply lime. If you want to turn a pink one blue, apply aluminium sulfate. But as I say, have a look at the, the video there in the Irish Garden. You'll see it. it, it but this, might, this sounds a bit different, that the flower buds are there uh, certainly give it if she wants to turn it pink give it lime or vice versa give it aluminium sulfate but the leaves burning are more curious and that's what I'd want to see a photograph of because it's certainly not unless they're growing in pots where it could be drought damage uh, I wouldn't say it's drought damage in the open ground after the rain we've had over the last couple of months um, so I would want to see a picture of that because again that could be a fungal problem but if they're in pots do give them a drenching with water and that should, should improve them 
Okay, listener wants to know, Peter, can I take slips off of rose, roses at this time of year, right at yeah. the wrong time? I, lo- I love the I love the easy questions at yeah. the right time of the year. Yes, you can. So take a, a four about a four or five inch cutting uh, from the, this year's growth of the rose from the top. top. Remove any flower buds or terminal buds. Make sure the base of the cutting is at a node, which is quite simply where a leaf meets the stem. Remove all but the top two leaves uh, into a bit of rooting powder, into compost. Should root away quite freely at the moment. And they're easy enough for they to grow? They are really. Yeah. Uh, some, sorry, some of the varieties are easy, Trish. Some of the more modern varieties aren't, aren't always as easy. That's why they're grafted. But I'm always, as you know, since our very first day talking on the radio, my answer is always give it a try. Give it a try. Ten, give it a try. Yeah. Maria has uh, Mount Brescia that's finished flowering. Should she cut it back now and buy how much? No, I wouldn't. But the, the Mount Brescia is a plant that will absolutely be fine on its own, needs no attention. If you want to cut it back for tidiness or cleanliness or something like that, you can. Uh, but do you need to? No, absolutely not. And Mary has a bank of wild heather on a rocky part of a field. It's dying, but it's dying in patches. Some of it is still flowering. How can she save it? A bank of wild heather on a rocky yeah, part of a field. I, I, I'd be slow to take any action if it's something that's in the wild. It, it could be several things. It could be drought damage from earlier in the year. If it's wild and established, like if it's, if it's there a while, which I presume it is, uh, then it's unlikely to be drought damage. It is much more likely to be some kind of a fungal problem again, which which could aff- affect heathers. Uh, I'm presuming from her question that this is an established planting, and yeah. not not, yeah. not a new planting uh, or not a new occurrence of the wild. Uh, the only thing I would suggest is the copper sulfate again, maybe dr- make drench the the good areas with. Uh, a solution of copper sulfate and water mixed it at the rate of 35 grams to one and a half litres of water. Water it on the, the good heathers. Don't do it on a very sunny day now because that will burn it. And don't do it more than once a year because it's copper sulfate into the ground. You only use it once a year uh, maximum. So drench the good ones with the copper sulfate because it does work very good as a preventative or very well as a preventative. Um, that, that's really all I would suggest for that. OK, all right. Listen, enjoy your, your break away, your, your staycation away at the weekend. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Trish. Thanks bye a bye. million. Bye bye. That is uh, Peter Dowdell, uh, the Irish uh, Guardian. You can go to his Facebook page where he does uh, some really great little tutorials, the great little videos uh, to watch. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.